says we're live, Jake. We are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 99 of the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. I can't quite believe it sometimes when I think about it myself. In September, I started this, and we're nearly into triple digits. It's with great pleasure that I welcome my friend and fellow entrepreneur, John Tallarico, to the podcast. I think it's fair to say uh, he's a good, uh, a good ingredient in making it actually be here. And we'll get into why that is in a bit. But John, good afternoon to you and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jake. Super excited to be here. As you know, nine is my favorite number. So episode number 99, I can't think of uh, anywhere else I'd rather be today. Jake, good morning to you and all your mates down there. So excited, Jake. Yeah, I'm excited to be excited to get this going for a, a while. And yeah, good afternoon to you and good evening to all my friends in the UK and family there. And of course, good morning to everyone here in Australia. It's just coming up to half six here. John is a producer, speaker, entrepreneur and high performance coach. He's in the top 1% of the Procter Gallagher consultants globally. A man who for sure knows a thing or two about the hunger for the hustle. John is also known as the connector because he's an expert in connecting individuals and businesses to achieve their greatness together. John is also the co-creator of the Power Voice Program and Summit, which is exactly how we became to meet, and we'll get into that later. A program that helps speakers find, hone, and deliver their message to the world under the guidance of the expert training of Mr. Les Brown. As I said, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the show, John. You are my teacher, coach, and friend. And since we became connected last year, John has taught me a plethora of information about mindset and the mindset needed to succeed, not only in life, but in business. So let's dive into it, John. I mean, today you are in the top 1% of consultants for the Proctor Gallagher Institute. But of course, I'd imagine there was a, a journey getting there. And where did really it all start for you? You know, the awareness of mindset, is it something you had when, when you were a young man or did it come up in your later life? Oh, great question, Jake. I grew up in Flint, Michigan. For those uh, of you around the world may know that city, that's the one that puts the lead in the water for their residents. And so uh, came from a broken home. My dad was an auto worker, but my grandmother was my guardian angel. And she had me listen every Sunday night to a gentleman who's now become my business partner and actually my client. Mr. Les Brown, every Sunday night on the radio where he was speaking at the first AME church, the Unity Church in Detroit. And that gave me my first glimpse of hope, Jake, that I didn't have to end up how my circumstances were at the time, that I could get out of Flint and actually go and be and do and have whatever else I wanted. Now, it took uh, four decades more to become an overnight success, right? Because like a lot of us, I would start and stop, start and stop. But the fire was lit back then about personal development, self-improvement, knowing that we're all here for some reason, Jake, and that while we're here, we're here to do something. And and so that was the start of the journey way back then. Yeah. So it ignited the, so it was actually Les who ignited the fire inside of you as your grandmother who advised you to listen to him. And, and there you were. And you said there you started and you stopped for four decades. Now we do all start and stop hands up it's it's just how it goes you know as long as you're starting more than you're stopping then you're on the right track i think but yeah. why do you think it is that we start and we stop it's something we all do yes well jake i'm sure you know the answer coming from this one we have there's a knowing doing gap what we call right there's a there's a huge gap because we all know a lot of stuff and yet we don't necessarily do what we know how to do 
And why is it? Well, it took me that long to understand the idea of what paradigms are about these mental habits. We are, paradigms are just mental programs, right? In your subconscious mind. And most of our behavior is habitual. And so what happens is while we can try to convince ourselves that we have free will, that we have our conscious mind and we can make decisions, most of what we do, Jake, is, is already programmed in by the time we're five, six, seven years old. And so as we go through life, those programs run our life. The, the committee, I call it, holds meetings when you want to venture out and go do something that you would really love to do. And yet we've been so trained and programmed to live from our five senses, right? Our sensory factors, and they keep us safe. We have that internal guidance system that, you know, cybernetic mechanisms that brings us back on course, just like an airplane. And so that's why you see so many people go on, on those seminars on the weekend, myself, guilty as charged. Sunday night, we come home, call you up, Jake. Jake, this is it. I found the seminar. Look out. Monday morning, I'm up early. And then, you know, Thursday, it's, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'll, I'll do it next time the seminar comes around, Jake, right? And you just go back to doing the same thing. Why? Because we're not changing the paradigms. We're not changing the habits. And, and that takes a while to understand that you have to have the awareness to know of what is controlling your behavior. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, it's funny, because I was listening to, I think it is lesson three that I'm doing the, this morning of um, the training I've been doing with you. And I also think it's, people are impatient as well, I find. You know, everyone wants, as particularly in the fast, faster, and it's always getting faster paced while we're living, everyone's connected instantly. And that can predicate people thinking that results are instant sometimes as well. And of course, that's not the case. So, you know, like you said, they go to the seminar on the Sunday, they're filled with this new energy, the batteries are charged and the mindset's there. It gets to Tuesday, Wednesday, things are starting to falter. And by Thursday, they're just back to it again because the things, the results didn't come straight away and they weren't that fast. And to change long-term ingrained beliefs, as you said, some of these beliefs are set in us in our very early life. You know, some of them are even in our genes from, from further back than that. It's, there's two ways, you know, as you know, as I know, it's either heavy emotional impact, you know, some kind of traumatic event in your life, uh, someone leaving your life, you being involved in an accident or something similar to that accord, or repeated learning, you know, repeated um, listening, writing, and and doing it that way. And that's really, you know, what the Thinking Into Results program that Yes. I've been really enjoying for the past five and a half months as as um as taught me absolutely. Yep. No, Jake. Uh, most of us don't understand. Look, there's an actual blueprint for success, and that's how the top five percent of the people in the world think, act, and operate. Now, there are other people who can become very rich and very successful and not understand how they do it because they don't understand the laws. But when you understand the blueprint that everything happens by law, God's law, universal law, whatever you want to call it then it becomes just an awareness issue of understanding and knowing that you just have to decide what it is that you truly want. Not what you think you can get, but what is it that you really want? And that requires thinking, Jake. Most people would rather die than think. They don't want to think. So the information you get in school is not necessarily information that will change your life. It'll, it's information that on a certain date at a certain time, they're going to tell you how smart they think you are, right? It's a report card syndrome. Yet when you have the awareness to know that you can live your life Jake, from the things you cannot see. And that requires unwavering faith. And most of us don't want to do that. Why? Because we've been so brought up and trained and programmed to know that we need to see it. We need to see the plan. Jake, how are the dots going to connect forward? Not backwards. That's easy. How are they going to connect forward? And, and that's not how it works, right? You have to have that unwavering faith to know that you can be, do, and have whatever you want, that everything's already here in one form or another. You and I are speaking. You're in Australia. And I'm 
I'm in the US over here, I'm looking at each other through a com computer screen, right? The way to have this has always been here. Yeah. And so then it comes down to understanding that you can actually literally think your way into the results you want, Jake, by making certain changes and overriding your old paradigms and habits and behaviors. And so uh, you've been a perfect uh, example in, a, in a, a testament of what is possible, Jake. We're sitting here in episode number 99. And in September, Jake, it was just, a, a, I don't even know if you had the idea in September, but. Well, I mean, let's talk about that, how it all came about, because it is quite an interesting story and journey. It started with the Power Voice Summit. I was someone who had, like yourself, you know, you said earlier, from, from a young age for me, I was probably about 20, 21 years old when I started to listen to Les Brown. And I'd written down actually on a plane journey once that I wanted him to become my mentor. And then one of the opportunities, and there was so many of them to come out of uh, what's been going on the past 12 to 18 months, was that, you know, Les had a bit more time on his hands, wasn't traveling so much, and he loves to teach others. And you and him facilitate a, an online program, one-to-many program, where you can teach people how to hone their voice. And I jumped to that chance, and I was lucky enough to be uh, one of the, the inaugural, the first one to speak at the first yeah. Power Voice Summit. And I, I remember when I delivered to my, my first speech to Les quite nervously, and he said to me, Jake, what's the title of your speech? And I said, uh, well, I don't know. I was hoping you could help me with that, Les. And he said, right, let, let me have a look. I could see him looking down at his notes, and he said, uh, yeah, the hunger for the hustle. And I was like, that is it. I'd said those words in my speech, and, and that was it. It just, that was, the, that, was the, that was the fuel to the rocket ship that just ignited I did the speech, it was called Hunger for the Hustle, it led to the podcast, it's leading to a book, and and it is, it's once you believe in an idea and get excited about it and just move forward into it with unwavering, unwavering faith, things start to happen and they start to happen at a speed that sometimes even excels what you, what you imagine to start with. Yes, exactly, Jake. You know one of my favorite quotes, right? The universe loves speed, and so... This is a true example of that. September to now, we're, we're only, what, almost uh, three weeks into March. You're on episode number 99. Most people will sit back and dream of launching a podcast and never take action. But they, they don't do it, right? Because they don't have that, that belief that they can achieve it. And yet you were willing to bust through those terror barriers. You were not lucky at all, Jake. That was well-deserved that you were on that first summit. Why? Because you manifested that. You set the intention. You took massive action. And, and you manifested that being broadcast live around the world on, on Les Brown's Facebook page for the first uh, Power Voice Summit. So people have a, to understand that somebody's asking about books uh, regarding mindset. Look, until you guys connect to the right kind of thinking and the right message and the right network, you, you will have some success. But if you want to be truly unstoppable, you got to connect to the right kind of thinking. You have to master your mind. You got to connect to the right message. What is it that you want? Not what you think you can get. What do you tell yourself that you want? And then what do you tell the world that you're going to do? And then connect to the right kind of network, right? We have to teach people how to build and create relationships and partnerships to live the life of their dreams. And so when you do and master all three of those pieces, Jake, you truly literally become unstoppable. You can have whatever you want. You can have it quickly. Yeah, yeah, you certainly can. There's no, there's no definitive waiting or timeline or any kind of line you have to get it. You can put yourself right at the front of that line. You just got to decide what you want and, and the power of decision and in the same at the same time not making a decision is making a decision and you know the indecision leads to disintegration which leads to you know 
confusion and later down the line can lead to dis-ease as we know as we both know i'm going to switch gears here a little bit john because you mentioned there about making connections and i know they call you the connector and i'd love to know how i mean maybe how that title came around i know you work with some some big names particularly in the music yeah. industry um and you know how do you how do you go about making these big connections in business yeah Let's let's not forget the cricket industry either, Jake. I know you guys in Australia know uh, know Mr. Lara. So uh, for me, obviously <laughs> the, greatest, the greatest batsman of all time, Jake. But uh, you know, that's, that's a great question, Jake. And I hope I didn't lose a bunch of your viewers right now. But anyway, I am proof, Jake, that if I can do this and I can build a network of the people that I have in my network, then anyone can. Right? I grew up in Flint, as I told you, broken home, and I didn't have any connections. I didn't have any relationships. But what I realized is that I started to understand that if you have a mindset that anything's possible, the first one started probably when I was in my early 20s, I started to realize I had an ability to start to have these great relationships, whether it was with someone sweeping the floor in a, in a warehouse or whether it was with the owner of the company, because I believe that we should treat every person as if they're the most important person in the world. And as I got older, I started to get asked to do certain things. Uh, one of my first... Uh, you know, brushes with a celebrity was uh, Steven Seagal. I remember him way back, uh, the the actor. And so, yeah. and, and then that led to some other things where I was asked to get Akon, the, the singer, and, for a birthday party. Uh, one of the guys and friends of mine that owns one of the clubs in England, football clubs, wanted him to come play for his birthday. I said, of course I'll get him. I had no idea how I was going to do it, Jake. No idea. And so what do you do? You just, you figure it out, right? I went, to, where does everyone go when they need information? They go to Google. Where is he playing? Flew up. You have to be willing to be unstoppable. You have to be willing to be persistent. And next thing you know, I'm flying to, to India with Akon and the, and the bodyguard and DJ. And, and we're sitting there at a private party for a thousand people. And, and that led to more entertaining opportunities with him traveling the world these last eight years, being able to see amazing places. That led to me moving to Trinidad and Tobago, where I developed a friendship uh, with Brian, Lara, right? And so that led to other opportunities. Uh, the I end up in New York in the Empire State Building in an 11,000 square foot office with Akon and then Damon John and the FUBU guys. And, and so when you start to realize and take on a mindset, Jake, that anything is possible, that you can have what I call two people removed, you literally can get to one or well, anyone in the world through one or two connections. I, I believe that I when I speak in public on summits, I, I have diagrams and show that actually how it's possible. You can reverse engineer. But the most important thing is, Jake, about connecting. Yeah, I, you know, Les likes to call me that. Other people call me that. But the most important connection you need to make is to yourself, is to your right thinking and, and to what you truly want because you can have whatever you want and, and anything's possible. But then you want to build and create relationships. How do you do that? Most people go about it the wrong way. There's, they're always working an angle. It's always about them, right? What's in it for me? I can't tell you the number of times I would get approached by people who want who want less, who want Bob Proctor, who want Akon, who want Ryan, all these other high profile people who are very wealthy. They have the celebrity status. And yet all, all of them without fail come to me and say, hey, I have this great opportunity. We we can make a ton of money if, if less or this person will just do this. Well, they have the money. They have everything they need. Rarely will you find anyone who comes to you and says, how can I help? Uh, you need anything at the next event, unless uh, is speaking in town, can I volunteer? And so what I decided was I'm going, I was going to do something that would make me unique and make me stand out. I, I have a thing I talk about called little things for big connections. 
And that's where you want to, you want to pay attention, Jake, to what's important to people, right? You know, just from you and, and yeah, you've been in my class, but if someone were to take a few moments to study and research some of the things that are important to you, right? The environment is very important to you. They would see that you're into health, right? Lately with your, with your new, you know, magnificent physique that you're, you're sporting these days, Jake, right? But they would know just by spending a few minutes researching what is important to Jake Fowler. And so that's what you want to do. The first thing, research, understand the person. That's how I built all my relationships, Jake. My relationship with Bob Proctor started because I listened for two and a half days to that man play one song. But it was important to him. And so I said, wow, that, this song means something to this man. How can I, how can I do something that would, that would make a difference in his life? And that led to me hunting down the guy who sang that song, who was a recluse, and uh, getting him to autograph it to Bob Proctor. And so that led to just unlimited possibilities. Um, and that's why you have to go about, when you want to connect with someone, you have to have a reason for it. You want to make sure you give tremendous value first, and you have to let go of any attachment to the outcome. Now, when I did that for Bob Proctor, I, did I want a relationship with him? And did I want, I want him to teach and mentor me? Of course I did. I was totally willing and okay if nothing happened from that, other than the fact that I knew by doing that gesture of getting that album autographed and framed, that it was going to put a smile on his face. And so again, back to the belief in the things we cannot see, Jake, right? Seeing is not believing at all. It's believing. That's the seeing part. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's absolutely right. And like you said, they're giving value up front. A lot of people expect to get before they give. And that's a balance that you got way off and it's just going to downward spiral. You've got to really be able to do your research, look into people, see what makes them tick. And then how can you align with that? And what can you give up front before you even ask or, you know, have any expectations of receiving because the energy is transferable. And of course, whatever you give out is whatever you get back. Now, there's no, I don't think there's any kind of strict timeline on that. It's not, I'm going to give today. I'm going to get back tomorrow. I could give today. and I could give for three months and not get it back till next year, but it does work, you know, whatever, however you want to phrase that, look at it, you know, it does, it, it gets back. And that's why I know you're a man who, who likes to give a lot. And I am too. And, it's a strange one because you don't give for the sakes of receiving. I give and when I find I get recharges my battery and it charges my internal energy up. And that's what I, I really like to give out of it. And I know obviously you're a speaker as well, as am I. And I always just say when I'm speaking, people, people have said to me before, although I'm quite in the infancy of it, quite new to it, that they say, you know, well, what do you, what's your intention when you speak and, and why why do you do it? And I say, well, if there's just one person that's listening while I'm speaking and, and they get some value out of it or perhaps they can take something that shares with someone else or gives them a new perspective, then that's mission complete for me. And I think that's yeah. one of the many ways that I can and I'm able to give. And like you said, you know, when you were a young man earlier in your life, you started to notice that you could have these great relationships and connections with people and that you were, in fact, a people's person. And I, uh, I align with that. I align with that in a speaking sense and uh, an emotional intelligence sense as well. Good. Yeah, Jake, you know, we, as I said earlier, everything is based on law, right? We know pretty much that it takes nine months. The incubation period to have a baby is nine months, but nobody has discovered yet, not yet, but we will. How long is the incubation period for a spiritual goal, a spiritual seed that gets planted? And so that's why people get frustrated. They want that quick fix. If they don't see it quickly, then they give up. They get frustrated. And so that's why I tell you, never worry about how things are going to happen, Jake. Set a goal, stay focused on the end result, take massive daily action, track your stuff every day, fall in love with what you're doing, be, and be willing to die for what you, for what you love, right? Because you're dying for what you don't love. And 
you know, I just want to say hi to Shantae and Eric over there. Uh, Jamie Sargent's asking in the chats, Jacob, I recommend any books on mindset. And I would suggest, yes, thank you, Jamie. I would, I would suggest The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. And if you have not read that book, you want to get that book. Neville Goddard talks about wanting to understand that you want to live from the end. Use your imagination. One of the six uh, you know, spiritual gifts that we've been gifted. Live from your imagination. Determine imagination is the beginning of all miracles. So Goddard talks about living from the end. See yourself as the person you wish to become, as the wish fulfilled. And don't move and live your life as thinking you need to go somewhere. Live from somewhere. That place is here because it's already created the minute you decide it. So that book, The Science of Getting Rich, Wallace D. Wallace, written in 1904. That was a book that was the basis for the movie The Secret. And in that book, Wallace Waddles talks about there is a science to getting rich. You can actually take your thoughts and they actually become things. And he talks about how to do that. You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor, my mentor, right? And, and also, uh, You've Got to Be Hungry by Les Brown. Those are four amazing books. And Think and Grow Rich, of course. Now, for those of you who love Think and Grow Rich, make sure you actually apply what he shares with you in the book, right? He actually gives you the formula Napoleon Hill does on how to get rich. And yet when I speak, Jake, I'm sure I, I ask everyone, how many people love that book? Raise your hand. And then I ask, how many people have their goal card written down? And I'll maybe, you know, I'll see one hand out of a, out of a hundred or a thousand, Jake. So I would recommend those five books, Jamie. Those are, those are great books to get you started. And one last one I would recommend, Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Really one of the major, major books in the self-improvement space regarding self-image. I believe most of us don't have what we want because we have a self-image problem and a self-confidence problem. So what we what you read you'll understand in that book and what you read about is that we have these two self-images these two belief systems the one that we project to the outside world and then the one that we live with right our results will never outperform the one that we think about ourselves but good news hope is here right because that image is a false image and we can work to change that as you know jake knows as we've gone through these six months together in in our mastermind into thinking into results it's literally transformed so many people's lives yeah, uh, and I'm one of them lives who sit in front of you right now. Life has been absolutely transformed. And uh, those books you just mentioned, I, I've read four out of five of them. And it, what's really interesting is that a lot of them were written long ago, uh, particularly, um, you know, the Neville Goddard book was written in 1904. And it just shows you that these rules are rules, just like if I, I'm not going to do it, but just like if I drop this glass on the floor now, the rule of gravity would act upon it and pull it down towards the earth, the, core, the earth calls earth and these are all just laws just the same and they're timeless and it's people started to understand them a long long time ago and like you also said you know the knowledge of reading them is great but without the execution it's it's really useless so you've got to execute on the things you read it's you can't just uh read it digest it and then it becomes you know a reality it's uh, it takes it takes hard work and determination that's the uh, the doing part of what we talked about earlier, Jake. Right, the knowing doing gap. It's uh, how do you how do you bridge that gap? You have to take massive action. How by understanding you have her paradigms and mental habits that will keep you from your goal and dream. Two, knowing that you can override and replace those paradigms by doing things in a different way you've ever done before. And then three, taking massive daily action, being persistent, being accountable, and being responsible. Right, accountability is your insurance policy to success. So find an accountability partner and, and go all in, you guys, go all in and make sure you're tracking what you're doing every day. You can't manage your time. You can only manage your activities, what you do each day. So 
Are you doing dream making, money making, goal producing activities? Or are you just pretending and trying to convince yourself that you're busy, yet not very productive? Mm, yes, exactly right. Because there's a big difference between busy and being productive. I've got caught up in that one a few times, but uh, it's, it's awareness. It's all about awareness. And the more you become aware of yourself, the more you work on yourself. And I remember a friend of mine I had on the podcast, a friend called Yuri, Yuri Shamas, who's a, a psychologist, said to me, you know, when I moved to Australia and I started really spending time on myself, my spirit and working on my, my, my inner self. And he said, you know, this, this road to self-development, once you open the door, once you get started on the road, it never ends. And I was like, oh, that sounds a bit, that sounds a bit scary. I'm not sure if I want to go there. And, and it is scary. You have to go to a place of being vulnerable within yourself to uncover a lot of these ideas and mental habits and figure out where they come from. But the flip side of that is the value and the growth you get from it is just huge. And of course, that's never ending as well as, as the journey being never ending. Yeah. No, each, each day is a beautiful day, Jake. You wake up when you finally fall in love with what you would truly love to do. Not worried about living your life from the outside in, but rather living from the inside out. Not worrying about your environment. Always remembering that you are the one who is in charge of you. That you can wake up and every day is a great day, right? And that you, you fall in love with your goal. And, and you move every day to know that you can have and be and do whatever you want. And then you take massive action. And then life doesn't have to be hard. When you move forward with that unwavering faith, people, places, things, opportunities will start to show up in your life, Jake. Other people call those coincidence, coincidences or luck. But those are just words that other people use to explain things they don't understand. It all works by law. And when you move forward in unwavering faith and do things in a certain way, your life will start to speed up and you can collapse time. You'll start to achieve your goals in a, in a much quicker manner than you ever thought possible. And you'll start to accelerate, you'll build that momentum. And then you'll be in a state of creation. In each moment, we're either creating or disintegrating. There's there's no in between. Same as we're either choosing fear or that unwavering faith. And both of those require us to believe in the thing we cannot see, right? And so all the greatest movements, Jacob, in human history, all the great uh, inventions and changes in the world have happened because somebody was willing to believe in something that he or she could not see. And yet they moved forward and did it anyway. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a poignant and interesting thing to think about, isn't it? It really is. And it's, yeah, coincidence, you know, common occurrence, just luck. They, they're not, nothing works like that. It's all intentional. There's all energy and meaning behind it. And once you align with that and understand it, you can make it work for you. It can also work against you. So you've got to be careful what you ask for because that's exactly what you're going to get. Yes, we went over this last week, Jake, right? We're, we're in, a, in a school called life, and there will be lessons all throughout life. These lessons will not stop, and they continue until you master that lesson, right? And so one of the biggest lessons we have to master first is be able to look in the mirror and say, I actually like myself. Most of us don't like ourselves, right? Because we've been unfortunately so programmed to think that there's something wrong with us, that we can do, you know, we can't do things that other people can do, Right. The opposite, the opposite, Rolla May said what? The opposite of courage is not cowardice, it's conformity. We spend so much time thinking we need to be like everyone else. There is nobody else like you on the planet, Jake, just like me. And we all have that one unique thing. I call it the million in you. It's that one special, unique thing, your gift to the world, that while you're here, you're here to one, recognize it, two, understand it, three, extract it, and then four, apply it to the world so that you can make a difference. We, you know, everyone disagrees about everything pretty much, Jake, right? Theologians, the scientists, philosophers, 
and yet they all agree on one thing, right? We become what we think about. And so while we're here, we came from somewhere, we're going to transition somewhere. While we're here, let's have a great time. Let's make each day count. Let's have, you know, let's be happy and have fun. But, but let's, you know, let's use our gift. Let's find it and get it out there in the world because people need hope. Hope, we need to let them know that hope is here, right? Now more than ever. Yes. That no matter what you've been through, your life is not through. That you need a vision, right? And so, you know, doesn't matter your present results. They can all change quickly. It can all change after you watch this show. Tonight, you can say to yourself, no more. I'm going to do things I've never done before and do things in a different way. I'm going to do what John said. Write out a goal, put a date to it, and get moving right? Get moving, people. Use your gift, find your gift, uncover your gift, and remember that every day is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Yes. yes. John, before, before I let you go, and thank you for your time today, and just a quick thank you for everything you've taught me in the past six months. I do really appreciate it, and it has really changed my life, the energy of my life, and the direction of my life, so I am grateful for that, so thank you. How would you define the word Hustle, John, and what defines your, what drives, sorry, your hunger for it? No, great question, Jake. Hustle is about understanding that there is an urgency, that none of us are guaranteed any amount of time here on earth, right? And that hustle is that we need to understand that we are God's highest form of creation, that we've been gifted these amazing talents and abilities, that we are unique and there's no one else like us on the planet, and that we have work to do. And while we're here, to, we're here to do this work and to do it quickly. And that each and every day that we don't share our gift to the world, we are actually being selfish because somebody needs to hear what we have to share. Somebody can be impacted, Jake, by your show, by the message that I have to share. And so we have to be able to blast through the terror barrier. Hustling is understanding that you can grab on and find that deep courage within you. Andrew, Andrew Carnegie talked about you'll meet your other self. And you'll start to realize that you have deep reservoirs of talent and ability, and you can blast through the terror barrier. And that's, to me, what hustle is, blasting through the terror barrier, not allowing the committee or the paradigms to keep you stuck and to keep you from your goals and dreams. And so when you have a hunger for that, you have a hunger for, for life. We are always seeking increase. And so that hunger is for a better life. It's to do more, to be more, and have more. The hustle part of that is knowing that you need to take action every day that we have to go, Jake, that the clock is ticking and that we have to move. We And then we have to move quick each and every day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. I do. I do. I, I couldn't put it better myself. How about that, John? I couldn't put it better myself there. There's certainly, certainly two things and when paired together and understanding that time is limited and we have to act yeah. uh, and applying them. That's when the results come, and uh, that's why, you know, that's why we're here. Part of the reason why we're here on this podcast is a result of thinking into results. And, um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful to spend some time with you, John. I will pop your links in the comments here if anyone wants to connect with John and, and learn more about his wonderful training, which I can vouch for. And I'm sure a lot of these people actually in the comments can too because they look like some of our some of our friends, some of our family, Shantae. For those of you who are not in thinking results, I just want to share with you guys that no matter what is going on right now, that, that hope is here. Shows like what Jake is doing, that just a few short months ago weren't even in his imagination. And yet that's what's possible. And so when you make a committed decision and you decide no more, that I'm going to go after what I truly love, right? Not what you think you can get. And then take massive action. Be persistent, right? And, and be accountable. Be accountable to yourself. 
that you're going to live each day and have fun doing it, right? You're going to love the day, love yourself and get moving. And then, and then that's it, Jake, take action daily. Take action daily. I think that's, that's a few fine words to end on there, folks. Thank you for joining me today, John, and thank you for everyone listening. If you've got any value out of this episode or you just enjoyed it, please share it with your family and friends. Stay hungry, folks. Stay healthy and keep on hustling. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.